welcome to the Psych Patient Podcast. I'm your host, Jeanette, and in case you're not sure what this podcast is all about, it's a podcast for people struggling with their mental health and also for people who would just like to learn more about the reality of living life with mental health struggles. So pretty much it's for everybody, or should be. You should want to know if you don't know about mental health struggles. Today's episode is a little bit different. It's going to be focused purely on human design. I've touched on human design in past episodes and in just a second I'll read the definition for those that don't have a clue what I'm talking about. But I wanted to bring together five women who have the five different energy types in human design and talk about their human design and the things that they've learned from exploring their human design and things that have resonated with them or helped them along their path. I like the definition for human design that I found on goop.com and I'll link the article from this in the show notes. But it says, human design offers a map or a manual that indicates how you are unique as a person and guides you in living in a manner that is in sync with who you are. When we live in alignment with our true nature, we begin to experience a level of comfort and acceptance for who we are instead of chasing who we are not. And we're able to live out our real purpose in the world. So, It's a system or a tool you can use to really learn how to make the most of your life and like how to best make decisions and love, career, relationships, just how to live your best life based on your energy type, your authority, which is how you make decisions, and your personality or profile numbers. Those are like the basics of human design and um... There are many tools out there you can use to find your own human design type. Um, I personally use the app called My Human Design, but there's also the Jovian Archive and there's a Bodygraft website and lots of people out there whose jobs are to do human design readings and really dig deeper into your chart with you. I haven't done one of those readings yet, but it's definitely on my list. Um, And I'll link some of these things also in the show notes. Also, a podcast that I've been listening to lately that I have enjoyed is called The Design of You by Leah McLeod. And I definitely recommend that to learn more. And some of my favorites that I follow on Instagram are Alexandra F. Cole, Leah McLeod, and Erin Claire Jones. And I'll put their Instagram handles in my show notes as well in case you'd like to follow them too. So how does human design tie into mental health? Well, we've talked about it in past episodes a little bit, but getting to know yourself is one of the most important things you can do when it comes to mental health, at least in my humble opinion. Learning how to deconstruct from all the societal expectations and pressures that have been put on you over the years and becoming your most authentic self. It's not an easy path by any means, but I personally think it's the best way to heal and learn to love yourself and not just be who others want and expect you to be, but who you were born to be. 
So human design is all of that. One more definition from goop.com. It's a logical system that brings together principles of the I Ching, astrology, Kabbalah, the chakra system, quantum physics. Your human design chart, also called a body graph, is calculated using your birth date, time, and place to reveal your genetic design. So again, in this episode, I'm bringing together the five different energy types so you can learn a bit more about what each energy type is all about. These different energy types are reflectors, manifestors, projectors, manifesting generators, and generators. And reflectors make up only 1% of the world's population. So the fact that I know a reflector is pretty fucking cool, if you ask me. Um, And she is pretty fucking cool. Manifestors make up 9% of the population. Projectors make up about 20% of the population. Manifesting generators make up around 34% of the world's population. And generators make up about 35 to 38% of the world's population. So let's get to the episode so I can introduce you to these badass women that I have here joining me and you can learn more about them and more about human design. I met a therapist last night yeah. at work and she had never heard of it. Yeah, so I, think- I told her, she's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I've noticed that Anyone that I've talked to about it, like I haven't met anyone that when I like tell them what they are, that it doesn't resonate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everyone I've told, everyone's like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's totally true. Or they'll like have like an aha moment. And be like, mm-hmm. oh, you're right. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's cool. All right. So here we are. I have these wonderful women with me. Yay. <laughs> so I've got April. Who you heard on episode two, <laughs> Mandy, who is April's sister-in-law. Yep. I've actually met you before. Probably. Um, I took family pictures for you guys oh, once. Oh, that was a long time that ago. That was a very long, long time ago. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep. That's where it is. <laughs> Small world. Yeah. Then we've got Cindy. Hello, hello. Cindy was on episode six. Right? Yep. Yeah. And then we have Kelly. Hello. <laughs> Currently a redhead. When was the last <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I don't know why that's important. It's beautiful. It's copper. It's oh, copper. Yes, yes, it is copper. Yeah. Very so. pretty. Mandy's actually a redhead. I'm OG redhead. <laughs> yeah. OG. Yeah. No, also Kelly baby. just, the last time I saw Kelly, your hair was probably either blonde or dark. It could have been both. <laughs> but we just haven't seen each other in person for yeah, ever. For a long time. But it yep. looks so I'm, cute. I'm feeling this energy. I like it. Thank you. Looks great. Very pretty. Okay, so let's start with April. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) So April is a reflector, which is 1% of the population, which I think is so crazy that I happen to know a reflector. (laughs) And now you guys do too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a reflector, and... um, the thing with human design, if there's a strategy and authority. I, as a reflector, have no authority, which is interesting. Yeah. 
Um, but my strategy is to wait a lunar cycle, which is also kind of interesting because it's yeah. um, kind of timely. Yeah, sometimes you're like, I need to make a decision. Yeah, I mean, I can make decisions, but like for big decisions, um, it's good for me to wait a lunar cycle. And for me, it's good to just like kind of talk about what the process is or what I'm going to do or, and just talking about it and hearing myself, I can like tune into the frequency if I should like do it or not. Move forward with something. Yeah. Do you feel like it, because... For me, the thought of waiting a lunar cycle <laughs> to make a decision, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> no so way. Yeah. But does that, is it like make sense for you knowing that about yourself? I mean, it does now that I've like kind of been living my design, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, it is super challenging. But sometimes it's almost like if I, certain people that can like respect my uh, decision making process. Like, it's really good because it, it takes a lunar cycle, but sometimes, like, people don't want to wait a lunar cycle, and that's okay, and then that, then I don't even have to make that decision anymore. Like, it'll just kind of fall away if it's mm. not correct. So, yeah. um, I think it's challenging for the other people mm. involved. On the other side, Like, yeah. for me, I don't have a problem waiting, because um, that's just my process, mm-hmm. but I think on the other end, either if they're not okay waiting a lunar cycle, then that's like that opportunity or whatever just falls away and it's just not correct for me and this is like for big decisions yeah i was just gonna say what could you give an example or a couple examples of just like day-to-day decision making whether it's work or home like Like, how does how does that work if you have to what if you what if someone was like hey you want to go to this concert are you just like yes or no based on if you want to go um sometimes like, cause I have friends and especially like my sister-in-law here, she'll give me, try to give me a, a lunar cycle to make decisions. Like, um, she invited me to do this ceremony with this shaman and she gave me like at least a lunar cycle for me to like figure out if I wanted to do that. And in that I time that. I was able to like get really clear and have that space to make that decision. Mm-hmm. But there's been other th- like girls trips where people will be like hey do you want to go on this girls trip we're going and it's like I need to make a decision quicker I just am like I can't commit to that and then it kind of just it's like I have to be okay like missing out yeah Mm -hmm. and to me it's not missing out because I don't really have a lot of energy to do things anyways Mm -hmm. so to me it's it's fine and I know like when it is correct it is really good yeah yeah because I you know as a reflector I'm completely open in my centers, and so I'm just like an amplification of whatever the energies and aura types that I'm around. So I look at it like, say I went to something and I didn't have that lunar cycle to make that good decision, and I went anyways, I could make that space kind of like shitty <laughs> in a way, you know, yeah. like like clearly I just wasn't supposed to amplify that situation. Mm. So, so interesting. <laughs> That is so crazy. I know. Yeah. Can I ask a dumb question? Absolutely. Yeah. There are no dumb questions, first of all. <laughs> How long no. is a lunar cycle? It's like 28 days. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. I just make sure yeah. it's a full. Okay. Yeah. So 28 It's like 27 point something. You have to make. Yeah. You have to wait a month for to make big decisions. Big, for big decisions. Yeah. In fact, environment is kind of, isn't that kind of your day-to-day reflection point? Is yeah. How you how decide things sooner? Yeah. Like, 
my environment is really important to me. So like if I, if you invited me to a space or even this space and it just like felt not good in my body, mm-hmm. I should probably leave. Gotcha. And it's not that the space is bad or the people are bad. It's just not correct for me. Because mm. I have been in situations where I went, I got invited to a space and I went and I just didn't feel good there. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like, it's like evil or bad or bad intentions. I just personally didn't feel good. And then I kind of had a weird experience. Mm-hmm. I stayed and it just ended up like... It was a good signpost for me to like look back and be like, okay, see your body was trying to communicate to you that this probably wasn't going to be like the best situation or best space for you. You probably should have left, but it's hard when like you commit to things and then you get there and you're like, sorry, I don't like this space. I'm out. (laughs) And then they're like, what? Yeah. And it's just so weird. Yeah. It's going to come off like extremely rude (laughs) and like, but I mean, in the end, like, if it's all about you, it doesn't, I shouldn't care what other people think. Yeah. Sure. And, you know, this is an interesting thing they talk about for reflectors specifically is how important it is for them to have a support system, like people who really understand them that way because they need those allies. It's really hard to operate that way because most of society is like, you're flaky, you're this, you're inconsistent, Mm -hmm. right? And Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of projection on a reflector so they need they need more than anyone like people that truly get them and allow them to be that way that's where they really thrive you know I love that well that's what I like about human design is that it's like we have like how society expects everything to go but that's just not realistic for everyone yeah it's like if you know your human design then you can just be like middle fingers up like I'm doing it my way guys you know yeah I feel like it's a way for each individual to be themselves yeah Mm -hmm. because even if like projectors or manifestors or generators it's like they all are different even if you're the same aura type you're going to be completely different and have Mm -hmm. your own live your life completely differently Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. you know yeah i mean it is a science of differentiation for a reason that's that's where everyone gets empowered right is by being exactly who you are Mm -hmm. not not the same yeah so can i ask how long have you been studying human design um, probably four or five years. I mean, not actually studying. I would say experimenting. Okay. Like, since I learned about it. Sure. And then, um, but I mean, I guess in the years studying my own design, but just recently I've been actually taking, like, conscious effort, like, knowing courses, living. actual, yes. like, living your design and the Rave ABCs, mm-hmm. Rave Cartography, I'm actually taking that class Friday. That's cool. cool. But she's taken them too. So yeah, it's, and the more I take these courses, the more it's like so deep, so much information. Like it feels like my brain's going to not be able to contain any of the information. (laughs) So where would someone start? Like if they wanted to learn more or take a Um, class or. Yeah. I mean, there's people online that teach it, but I, I think the beginning course is living your design that's what it's called mm-hmm. that's where we started is just the like fundamental a website or um, yeah there's different pe- we can actually yeah give you yeah, direction to, in the in note in the to note. Yeah. yeah yeah so april tell us so that's your energy type or your aura type mm-hmm. right so then tell us about your you don't have an authority i don't have an authority so i completely open i'm not defined at all in my centers 
And authority is technically how to make decisions, right? Yeah. But since you don't have that, you have to rely on your strategy, which is to wait the 28 yeah. days. So I'm, I think reflectors, they're referred to as like lunar beings. And so like, that's why we have to wait that lunar mm-hmm. cycle. And so kind of, I mean, this is a little bit deeper than I thought I would go, but it's like depending where the moon is and like the transits and how that affects my chart or my design, that plays a big role on my day-to-day and how I feel. So wow. I'm very much like a lunar being where like within how the moon phases are and how it changes, like that's kind of how my energy flows too. Interesting. Yeah. So does the full moon or the new moon, like is there a place in there that you're the most comfortable? Mm, I like half moons. Half moon, that makes sense. But also full moons for me, I like just because it is more energetic, mm-hmm. you know, it's fully illuminated. Yeah. And the new moons, I feel really low, low energy and low in my mood and Interesting. just mm-hmm. kind of very introspective and I get sad. <laughs> I get pretty sad on the yeah. new moon. Like, oh. But knowing that now and you know that you live and work in cycles, yeah. can you plan around that? I mean, you can but it's hard like I things think just so. don't line up where yeah. i'm like oh can you actually schedule that for the full moon for yeah. sure you know yeah so you just have to be okay like because i feel really good at certain times of the month and then i don't feel really good other times of the month and mm-hmm. i have to just be okay showing up however i am yeah and yeah. that phase mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's weird it's like my husband always says he's like you are consistently inconsistent mm-hmm. I'm like yeah that's the only consistent like, thing about thing me I can count on <laughs> inconsistent yeah. Consi- inconsistently consistent yeah that's Changes. so interesting and then tell us about your profile which is basically like your personality type uh is that yeah. correct I you, mean you can kind of look at it that way is like the the aura is kind of the role you're here to play right like a projector is guiding a manifester is initiating that's the role they're Mm -hmm. kind of doing here and the profile is kind of like the the costume you wear or the personality so to speak that you're putting out there right and then when you get into the incarnation cross that is the storyline so it's kind of kind of looks a little bit like that so yeah the profile is my aura is a reflector is to kind of uh be like determine the health of the community but i've had readings from other reflectors where he's just like fuck that you don't have to do anything for the community (laughs) but it's more like that's why environment's so important like Mm -hmm. and who i'm around i'm going to just be like reflecting their health back to them Mm. and i think that's why certain people feel really comfortable with me because i'm just like reflecting back what they are to themselves yeah um so my profile is 6'2 and that's a role model hermit and role model is actually considered a a three which is the i always forget this (laughs) it's very much life experiential yeah but what is it Oh, it's the martyr. The martyr. Oh, the Draskin. Okay. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. So, so they d- I mean, they have, don't get too attached to the names. Yeah. They're not always as literal as they sound, but they're kind of an archetypal way to sort of describe each line. But 
And so you were saying that, like, with a six, like, you, your first 30 years... You're a th- you kind of are a three. You play the role of a three where you just kind of experience life and you'll just have a lot of life experiences to cultivate wisdom mm-hmm. and they t- they speak like the three almost like bumping into things but that's how you learn mm. and then once you hit 30 around 30 then they say it's like you're on the roof and that's where you're just observing life um, from like a higher standpoint and I feel like, yeah, it's almost like I don't really want to get too involved in other people's life. And I'm just up here watching what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then when you hit 50 or around 50, then it's almost like you are going to be pulled off of the roof to like, I don't know, be a role model. Re- re-engage, really. Yeah. Kind of be, get more involved. Be more and... influential to the people around you. Is kind of after you have that time to reflect and internalize all those hard life lessons you yeah. might have <laughs> gone through then you become somewhat of a wisdom keeper right and you sort of come down and engage more and people get to sort of glean that awesome wisdom from you and I can kind of feel that because I'm 42 and not that I'm ready to come off of the roof but I can feel that energy of like okay maybe I do need to like (laughs) enter society Mm. you know (laughs) and then the two is a hermit and that's just um they're known as like just naturalist so like you can you're just like a natural at certain things but you don't necessarily see that in yourself you need the other to like see those gifts inside of you so it is like really important like having good people around you to see those gifts for Mm -hmm. you so they can kind of like pull them out of you and force you to like share them in a sense mm-hmm. or even like recognize them. recognize like, you're them. really good at yeah because like yeah. i kind of don't have that awareness I of myself well, the yeah. two's a projection the two and the five are projection lines so mm-hmm. they are meant to be recognized yeah. so and then if you follow your authority you do it why not <laughs> but yeah I that is interesting cycle wait your lunar cycle <laughs> wait yes i will share my talent days. with you i think in, in possibly in 60 days, days. yeah <laughs> uh so also i just want to find out like things about your human design that have resonated with you or have helped you through since you've been learning about human design like helped you through hard situations or anything like that just a couple like things that kind of stick out to you i mean yeah like we're talking about mental health and i think when i um learned about human design and got a a personal reading it just like made so much sense like even just like being completely open I've been like so empathic I'm highly sensitive and it's just like I don't know if I'm highly sensitive because I'm a reflector or vice versa Mm -hmm. but I was just like oh that's why I can't like almost like handle a lot of energies Mm -hmm. and then so just like when you discover new things about yourself, it's just like, then you can accept that it's okay and you don't need to try to be like everyone else. Because I think that's where mental Mm -hmm. health gets really challenging is when you were watching or assuming someone else's life and you're like, why can't I just have the energy like they do? Why can't I just not be emotional? Why can't I just not feel certain things? Mm -hmm. And then, so it's like when I discovered human design, it was just like, 
oh, that's why. And not like all that stuff just went away because it right. didn't, but I just like came at it from a different perspective. I was able to just be like, oh, this is kind of like my design that I'm living in this incarnation and I just need to let it be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And stop trying to fight it and stop trying to be like anyone else. I love that. Yeah. I mean, and it's yeah. hard. Like, that's a practice I have to do every single day because yeah, sure. I still to this day, I'm like, why don't I have energy? Why mm-hmm. am I so tired? Why can't I just do things? And it's like, well, I don't know. I just can't. <laughs> Comparison is like the thing that right. can really bring you down is if you're comparing yeah. yourself to other people, like you're saying. It's like, we're all meant to be individuals so yeah that's what I like about it too yeah mm-hmm. well and like for me I'm completely open but um couple and of when she says open for people that oh, don't know what yeah. we're talking about it's like basically your chakras so like you can have a defined head maybe you guys Ashna. should go ahead and describe that well yeah you have nine energy nerve centers, centers energy centers center, yeah. and they can either be undefined defined and open is kind of just a term for there's it's undefined with no activations mm-hmm. but basically yeah. what we're kind of looking at today is just being either yeah undefined or defined mm-hmm. so if it's defined it's a fixed reliable energy you can you know rely on mm-hmm. in your chart but april has, has zero that. definition so that's why she's saying consistently she and consistent there is no people. fixed reliable energy centers for her to yeah. rely on if that makes sense yeah, yeah. So with you then, are you able, do you absorb other people's energies? Mm, that's more of a projector thing. Projectors can I absorb. Yes. Yeah. But I sample. One, okay. Cause I was wondering if you're all open. Yeah. Right? So then I assume, okay, if you're open, you're, it's fluid. I, it's more like sampling, but I, okay. I think before I even learned about human design, I was just taking it on. Yes. For sure. Cause I didn't know. Yeah. And so like certain emotions, certain things, I'm like, why? Like, I would create a story as to why I felt a certain way, even mm, though yep. I was definitely picking up things from other people. It mm-hmm. wasn't even mine. Yeah. And like, really, nothing is mine. It's yeah. all other people, but it definitely, f- I feel it. Yeah. So, like, that's that's the gift. It's, like, I'm extremely empathic, but that's also the curse because that's totally. exhausting yeah. to, like, feel what other people are feeling. Yeah. They, they yeah, always talk about the reflector aura as being like Teflon, <laughs> like it, like everything <laughs> hits it, but it kind of slides, slides off. off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if, you, if you're kind of tuning into it, right, it, it really shouldn't stick yeah. to the reflector. They shouldn't really be absorbing, but they will, uh, you know, sample everything around yeah. them. That's yeah. just what they're here to do. So it's kind of interesting perspective. Your Teflon pen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I don't think I, until I learned about human yeah, design, I didn't not. know. I was definitely just taking it all on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I still do. I mean, yeah. I live, I have four kids and a husband. I'm, I feel like I'm constantly being activated by their mm-hmm. um, designs. And is and that it, your energy drain? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, I almost feel like I'm being, I'm short circuiting. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I can like rely on like a generator's energy, the sacral, and I can be like, oh yeah, let's do stuff. But then it's like, once that generator leaves, I realize I overworked myself. Mm. Or like just being around people. I need so much time and space alone mm-hmm. and rest, which I think it's hard, especially in this 
life that we live. Yeah. Like, exactly. It is. It's not allowed. So hard. I mean, it is. I try to do it, but yeah. It's but hard. it's like, yeah, it's hard to come by and it's, people expect us to be certain ways. And so then being like, well, no, I need to be alone. I need my space. I need to recharge, you know? It's yeah. like. Boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Learning about those boundaries and setting yes. them and sticking to them. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Is there anything else about your human design that you want to share with us or? Um, I mean, my human design, no, but I think, I think everyone should find out their human design so that they can really learn how they operate. Mm -hmm. And I think once you discover that, like with the mental health thing, I think it release or like relieves a lot of stress on how you should be or how you should operate. So that's like the gift in just knowing how you personally operate. Yeah, for sure. And then I think the more we talk about it, then the more people will live it. And then it'll all be in harmony because we won't have any expectations from anybody else. Yeah. You can mm -hmm. just accept like that's how you Very true. are designed mm -hmm. and you're mm -hmm. designed. And then we can all kind of support and each other. Yeah. Yeah. And if we can, like those of us that have kids, if we can raise our children according to their human design, yeah. then mm -hmm. their kids, if they have kids, will be... You know, it'll be mm -hmm. almost like a natural thing. Think of all yeah. the generational healing yeah. that can yeah. take place. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's they huge. Start out not homogenized, right? That's that's mm -hmm. huge for yeah. children. Okay. You need your kids. Your yeah, time. I have. Okay. As a reflector, I I live with four generators. Oh. I have oh five. My husband's <laughs> like you. My husband's a generator. I have a generator daughter, a manifesting generator daughter, and two manifesting generator sons. Oh my goodness. So my Mm -hmm. I like to be alone a lot. Like, I don't want to go on vacation. I just want my husband to take the kids and leave. Take yeah. the that's, generators that's your, and That's away. your vacation. Yes, yeah. just yeah. being alone. alone. In yeah. my own aura. I'm like, yeah. ah. Like, generators <laughs> don't tend to realize how much energy they emit. Mm -hmm. Like, it's normal for them. They're used to it. But for the non-energy beings, that's like having something, a big buzzing battery so next to you all the time, and you're like, what is happening? Yeah, it's a lot of stimulation. Move. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, so it's that it's would be hard to be good. a reflector in a house full of buzzing batteries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's so interesting. Okay, so, Mandy, you are a manifester. Yeah, I'm a 4-6 ego manifester, and manifestors, our signature is peace, so that's... That's the emotion I experience when I'm in alignment. And our not-self theme is anger, which I got a crap ton of that going <laughs> on since childhood. I'm just getting beyond that now. So, yeah. Tell us and about the ego part. So, yeah, the ego is very interesting because ego authority is, is only 2% of the population. You have about 1% that are ego projectors and about 1% that are ego manifestors. So it's wow. not very common as, a, as an authority and it's very, it's very 3D material world kind of primal. It's the, it's the voice of like, I want, I have, I will. So it ha it's a very determined energy, mm. very, a lot of determination and a lot of power when it's on, but it's not like the sacral. It's not a constant energy. Mm. It, it's like a, it's like a bank, <laughs> right? You got to put deposits in it. And when you deplete it all, you got to rest, right? So when it's on, it's on and I can do incredible amount of things and have incredible amount of energy but it takes a lot 
of retreating and self-care and rest to kind of balance it out mm -hmm. so that it can go again. And with the ego center, it really is all about, um, like my authority, it sounds, it sounds kind of weird and arrogant, but it really is what I want to do <laughs> is what's correct for me. So you imagine I'm getting this reading and he tells me, <laughs> you're supposed to do what you want. And I thought, been doing that and everyone tells me I'm wrong <laughs> so are you sure he's like no that's right you got it <laughs> but it, it was very validating because I thought well, that's always felt right but I always kind of felt like the projection was yeah. selfishness or oh, something yeah. else for like doing what I want in the world but quite literally that is what I should do and it's not from the mind it's that's the heart that's the yes. important thing is like what I feel in my body what is truly mm. from that heart space of I want there will be a significant amount of energy to do it and if I don't want it no energy access can't be budged, right? So that's kind of how that works. And because I'm a manifester, it's it's a motor direct directly connected to the throat. So it literally is how I can help myself find it easier is by talking. So when I hear myself say, "I want this," "I I will do that," it's very it's very matter of fact when mm. it speaks. It has a very authority thing to it. It's like I'm going to do this. That's literally me saying that's correct for me, right? Okay. And if I'm not sure, if I'm like, well, I, I don't know if I, how I feel about that, I can already hear myself, that ego, being like, no, that's, that's not it. Don't do it. Yeah, so for me, it's kind of, it's fairly easy because it, it just gives me a yes or a no in that moment based on the amount of information I have. Mm. Right? Dang, that's cool. That so, is really cool. And it only changes, in my experience, if the information changes. So if you invite me to a party <laughs> and I'm all like, yay, let's go party. <laughs> And then you say in a few days, oh, actually, we changed the location, and now this is happening. If you change information, all of a sudden, my will might take a dive. Mm, and it might okay. be like, ugh, I don't like, feel like that. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. But as long as it's like, here's the information, the will will either say yes or no pretty quick. And I know kind of how to follow that now. At first, it was a little challenging to differentiate what was my mind telling me what I wanted versus what was my body. Yeah, but, that's a hard... But after a few yeah. years of practice, I kind of honed in on it and now it feels very natural I feel very it feels almost obvious to me now when I have the will for something or I don't mm. does that make sense yeah, yeah that's that makes really, total can you sense. speak to um, as a manifestor or a type like why you need information and why you inform you know oh yeah initiating like that's so that that is my role so April said her role right is to kind of mirror and reflect back energy the manifestor role in the world is to initiate guess uh, Ra even talked about it as like um, inspire inspire people into action that's mm -hmm. kind of what manifestors do so we don't we don't need to wait for an invitation or wait to respond we're waiting for nothing other than our inner authority to turn on and say go mm -hmm. so it requires no interaction from the other aura types and so the informing thing it's the only aura type where the informing isn't isn't actually a strategy in that we need it like waiting for the invitation for example you need that strategy in order to follow the authority but for manifestors we don't need the strategy to follow our authority we could just follow the authority what what the strategy of informing is for us is to basically get people to get the hell out of our way <laughs> or support, or support yeah them. or support so what because we're just we're just trying to move through the world and a manifestors biggest fear is for someone to try to stop it, to try to inhibit us or resist it. And so we live in this fear of being resisted and how we want to move. And so 
it's not natural to inform. In fact, we usually kind of secretively just do what we want. I spent most of my life doing okay. this, just doing what I want and telling no one, you know, yeah. just flit off to South America for a few months, <laughs> don't tell anyone, whatever. Yeah. I was just assuming it doesn't matter, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, manifestors carry a lot of impact. That's that's part of what they do. Their decisions have a ripple effect. And, you, and the last person who knows about that is the manifestor. So in order for us to kind of get where we want to go and garnish the support and eliminate the resistance, we need to inform the people that it could impact. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Because we don't really, we just kind of assume that our decisions don't matter to anyone but us. We just kind of do it. But then it does. Mm -hmm. And that's, so it, it helps us to not get inhibited and it helps other people when they know what we're doing, you know, they often support us. Like when I tell Josh and April, almost anything I want to do, they, they, they get me and they're very supportive. They can show up in a big way and help me with that that vision or that thing I want to initiate mm -hmm. or it might be initiating something for them or okay. with them that they want to be a part of so it's important for me to inform and on the flip side it's actually really important for me to be informed I'm not I'm not I don't want to respond and I'm not asking for your permission but it does help me if you say here's this set of information because then it allows me to be inspired by my own authority to do something or not mm -hmm. Like, like even this, showing up to this yeah. podcast. Yeah, like when I heard yeah. April's telling me about it, and I was like, that sounds amazing. Like, <laughs> I like that plan. And April understands how this stuff works so well. She's always smart enough to never ask me to do anything or tell me to do anything. Because mm. that is literally... So is that, do you work best that way? Oh, yeah. Manifestors... <laughs> do manifestors work... Yeah. Yes, you should never ask them to do something or tell them to do something. It it's a it very... It makes them angry. It makes us angry. <laughs> so like, then how does someone communicate with you? You inform so, like, for example, Give an example. So, here's an example. If you say, if you say, "Hey, Mandy, I have to move this weekend. Would you come help me?" Internally, I'm gonna be like, "Ugh, fuck you. I don't like. I don't. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah, I'm like, it's go, it's gonna trigger. I, I mean, I might be a nice person to say yes, but I'll be angry about it, right? But if you, if we're just talking and you're just sharing information, or or if I even ask you, like, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, I got a lot going on. I got to move and blah, blah. That might just inspire me to say, oh, Can would I you like help? some help? I have a few hours open. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's it to be your idea. Kind mm -hmm. of. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. really, it's really it important for man. <laughs> it is. It's important for manifestors to always, to not feel the pressure that someone is trying to direct their energy because they're not mm -hmm. here to be directed. They're just. So like, how did you approach the podcast with her? Did you just tell her the kind of like the idea? I mean, I guess I did ask if she wanted to be on it but it wasn't like asking her to do something for me it was right. hey my friend's doing this podcast and I informed her of like what it was going to be about mm -hmm. and, and, and yeah. basically yeah. like she kind of just says blah 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 if you're interested sort yeah. of thing gotcha. so the and best way leave to leave it there and she yeah. can and basically just leave own. information in front of the angry manifester <laughs> and then see what they do with it yeah. they're either going to kick it at you or they'll they'll do something with it but can, Go ahead. Can I ask what you do for a career? What's What do you do for a work? <laughs> <laughs> this is so intriguing to me. I'm an airline pilot. Okay. Yeah. So how does being a manifester affect your your job? It's terrible. <laughs> it is, it's a responder uh, kind of world. It's It would be better if I was a generator. We'll put it that way. Because it's not an environment where I get to initiate anything. Because well, you I'm are sure flying the plane. Except I fly the plane. But I'm not even deciding where I go. <laughs> Someone yeah. else is dictating where I take this stupid tuna fish can. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not choosing anything. It's terrible. 
So like career, career wise, that is hard for me because I spent my whole life mostly being a generator up until recent times and it landed me where I am, which is, it's, it's becoming helpful now because the level I'm at, it's creating more freedom. It's creating me some opportunity to like adjust my schedule and do things and have more more say in what's going on than normal jobs. Yeah. Mm. But at the end of the day, when I'm at work, it is it does trigger me a lot because I'm I can't I can't move and flow how I want. I'm kind of stuck on this whole responding process. Yeah. It's not really correct for me. But what do you do, guys? But that's where well, you're at. Just <laughs> fly people to where you want to go. Yeah. yeah. I should. Just, we are not yeah. going to Seattle. We are going to Cancun. Buckle up. Based <laughs> on what you're saying, I'm I'm thinking of a couple potential. Manifestors in my life. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, you can. You, you can, can almost start in. to see the traits yeah. after a while, and you're like, okay, that might be. Or I like to tune into, like, their not-self, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what's your not-self? So it's anger. So, so if you know people, and, like, I, I find that the fused? different aura types use yeah, those particular Yeah, it really is. Too. Yeah. Oh, okay. like Like a generator would be like, oh, I get so frustrated. Or uh, I say yeah. angry a lot. She's like, like I'm so okay. angry. And I get angry about things that a lot of people would think is kind of small or it would be a minor frustration like what? but just it could, it could be anything just like like I said if you just ask me to do something like I had a friend a while ago she she asked me if I could fix something or do something and and it was dumb I didn't yell at her or anything it's not like I just put it all outside <laughs> myself but internally I was like mad and it's stupid because most everybody else would be like what it's just a question what's the big deal mm-hmm. but mechanically that's just what comes up. And so it's it's kind of the funny thing about manifestors that might be a little different than the aura types is our not-self thing comes up in more than just one way. It's not like, because I can fully follow my authority, mm-hmm. right? And if I experience any resistance from people or things, I'll get angry. Mm-hmm. If you ask me to do something, I'll get angry, right? Or if I just make a decision that was from my mind and not my authority, I'll probably still end up angry. So there's at least three ways I could end up yeah. angry. <laughs> but for it's sure. not always like the anger that we're picturing of like yelling and everything. No, it's no, like no. this inner like It's yeah, well, I think when I was a kid, it w- it came out a little bit more externally because I didn't have any awareness around it, yeah. right? And, and when all kids are being told what to do. And all kids yes. and and oh for every gosh, aura type yes. that's that's not terrible, but for a manifester who should never be told what to do, being a child is really hard because yeah. oh, teachers, yeah. you know, parents, religion, everybody's telling you what to do. So yeah. I grew up with a lot of anger for a good chunk of life. Yeah. And then I got in the military and that made it worse. Oh my, goodness. <laughs> my, my dumb not self found the military more telling me what to do. And so it just, it created a, a mess. But so how long have you been practicing understanding human design? Uh, so I, I got a reading. It was really only about three years ago. So I've been practicing living my design that whole time. And I started studying, like going into the classes and taking a deeper dive for about nine months or so. And that's that's been really good, helping me live my design even better because I understand it deeper. So knowing what you know now and looking back at your childhood and growing up, how has that mentally affected you? Oh, it's actually pretty significant because I realized when I started following my strategy and authority and informing people is kind of my strategy. So 
it, I could never do that before, but it led to so much resistance and so many problems and so much anger and just a lot of disconnect that was so unnecessary, right? And yeah. when I just started gaining a little bit of trust in the process of following my authority, it like quite immediately alleviated that stuff because yeah. it was like, took a little bit of courage at first on certain things because you're always afraid what yeah. people are going to yeah. say or do when yeah. you sort of start acting a little different, but and then it just kept working out and working out. And pretty soon I was more in my signature, just, just peace of mind. Just everything was so much easier. I didn't have to sit there and struggle mentally or emotionally or any other way that I used to do as a child and a mm-hmm. young adult. So, yeah, it, it, it was like night and day shift in a very short amount of time from living my design where I was like, remember? Oh, yeah. I came and I was like, you guys, this is so amazing. Well, shit. Did it make sense once she oh, figured yeah. out everything, and expressed to you? Every, I'm Everything made sense. And oh, it yeah. was just, and then, like, knowing Mandy, like, in the years before, it was just like, she was so angry. She was just, like, almost, like, hated every everyone and everything. Because like, that truly affects your relationships. Yeah. Like, day to day. Yeah, that's the thing. Because like, anger, anger's not, uh, it's not a small emotion. No. Of all the emotions, it's a pretty, um, it's a pretty heavy. It's pretty volatile, you know, Definitely. and it and it tends to be very masculine, very external, very expressive. So it's not even one that collapses in as much. You can, but it kind of wants to go out. Yeah. So yeah. it can really affect everything you do if you don't kind of hone that in, right? What's the percentage for manifestors? Like nine percent. Right? Yeah. So it's pretty so small. She's it's pretty small. small, and she's an ego manifester, which and is that even like smaller. One, that's one percent. So really, it's that specific configuration is 1%. So it is a little Whoa. different. And, and I so think the world is not operating in your favor, really. I mean, if God, the manifestors yeah. just operate, then it is in their favor. <laughs> if I mean, yeah. they know. If they manifestors know. should be running the world. We, if, we just need to be left yeah. alone. <laughs> well, And here's the thing about the what they carry as being here to inspire and impact, right? It's... It's like when a manifestor is really in alignment, it's kind of a beautiful thing because by them being in alignment, they kind of naturally do things that are impacting others in a good way, Mm -hmm. right? Like they're creating in the world, they're expressing in the world, they're creating opportunities for other people, they're bringing everyone with them, right? So when you kind of let a manifestor just be and don't, don't try to control them, don't try to steer their energy and just let them flow on their own, everybody around them usually benefits, you know, from mm-hmm. an in alignment manifestor, That's we're assuming. Cool. It is. So I, I always use the term like I ride Mandy's coattails because <laughs> she's a manifestor. She can initiate and like, whereas I'm just have no authority and I wait a lunar cycle. She will mat- literally manifest opportunities for me. Hmm. Yeah, I it's mean, kind of natural. After I kind of got over my process of of maybe having to think about myself more and get more in alignment, I have noticed that as I've gotten older and honed in on everything I do really get inspired most of the time to do things for other people more than myself okay like a great idea or a great thing or it's always about a lot about service and helping other people it just kind of naturally became that kind of turned outward so it can be very beneficial once you get to that point with it yeah but an out alignment out of alignment manifester is probably the scariest shit you've ever seen. Wow. <laughs> Hitler was a manifester. For I was example. just going to ask. You've got very historical manifestors. In fact, in, in the, you know, the human design book originally, he talks about in the ancient world, manifestors were the natural leaders, but not, not by, um, 
anything beautiful or altruistic, but by sheer anger, control, and force. Wow. They became emperors and queens and all the things, pharaohs, right? They were kind of so governing what the we world. Need is kind, good manifest. That's what you need. And then a lot of great stuff gets done. Manifestors in alignment that follow their strategy. Yes. Okay. But you got to let, that's the thing, you have to let them follow their own authority because a lot of people, just like generators, often have people trying to siphon their energy because they kind of sense that they have a lot of it and they try to steer your energy. It's not good for you. It's kind of the same for a manifester because we're technically energy beings. We're just not consistent energy like the generator. Mm. So when you try to steer that limited amount of energy that we're trying to initiate and create it just yeah it's just rage and anger and chaos so it's not it's not good nobody wins so <laughs> that's the thing so with the manifesto you know how they have the other personality types like a personality that's like um, or like red or, or red or yeah sorry like a red personality I where think red and a are the same like you're yeah. In control, you are the one that's, like, telling people what to do, like, executive level of, of that. Is that Sometimes kind of it like can't, a, well, and I think that kind of gets almost more into deeper mechanics of individuation because you can have, like, my direct manifestor channel is very much about being the leader and controlling my environment. But not all manifestors have that channel. So they could express in maybe a different way that isn't as orientated to mm -hmm. leadership and stuff. It could be something else. Does that make sense? Yeah. The, all they know for sure for manifestors is they do need to just move how they move. Mm -hmm. That's the level of control they always need, right? Yeah. Whether or not they step into leadership or not can kind of depend on the other mechanics in their profile and their design. But yeah. they definitely need to be able to control themselves and what they're doing without interference. It's very, very important for the manifester to feel correct. And you think about, like, if your mom had known that, like, mm. growing up. Yeah, like, what, yeah. Like... And that would have been so so different, right? Yeah. When, a, when a parent, and that's, you know, the creator of human design talks a lot about this, is that it is for children. He kind of talks about it in a funny way, like, well, you know, adults are a lost cause a little bit. Not that we shouldn't try to right. get in better alignment is helpful, but he's like, this is for kids. Like, we mm -hmm. need to teach children because that is going to change everything, everything dramatically when you know how to parent them in a way that allows them to be correct, mm -hmm. right, yeah. and not homogenized. That's where everyone gets in their gifts and they really shine. Mm -hmm. So, so wow. your profile is 6'2"? 4'6". 4'6". Yeah. You're 6'2". Okay, you're six two. Okay, Mandy's four six. Yeah, okay. and six is what again? Role model. Role model. Yeah, so the six is the role model, which April was talking about a little bit. It's it's definitely a little bit more of a of a detached line in that it kind of quite often it is a little bit more aloof. It's kind of doing its own thing. It's like it's like the person laying up on the roof of the house. Everyone else is busy down here doing stuff. They're just up there stargazing, looking at what what else might be out there, right? Mm. And they they kind of look ahead. They look beyond. There's there's a bit of a kind of an element to it where they somewhat encompass all the other five lines within it. Hmm. So it, it's actually its own really deep study to go in, into the yeah. lines. But and the four is is social. It's it's the opportunist. It is the most social line, so it very much is here to kind of find its its opportunities and its growth through its network, right? Mm -hmm. They're natural networkers. 
and it kind of plays out differently whether you have it on the design side or the personality but pretty much the same so mm. that's where for, for me as a manifester you know the line six is a little bit more introverted naturally mm -hmm. you know it, it wants to kind of do its own thing and be a little detached and my aura as a manifester is closed and repelling we didn't really talk about that but it is oh, for a reason because that helps us move through the world without being interfered with so it's very closed oh. So I have this whole half of me that's kind of moving through the world like, get away from me, leave me alone. But then I got a line four that's like, oh, come come sit with me and be my friend. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it People is a little like, bit of dissonance in my own system where I'm like, yeah, I want to be social. But then part of me is like, no, I don't want to be social. So it is it is kind of funny. But it is a, a very social profile by nature. And it, it is about kind of finding what you need in life through your networks. Very cool. Yeah. So can you tie this kind of back into mental health as far as like maybe ways that it's helped you now that you've learned about it? I mean, you've kind of already covered it, but mm -hmm. are there any like things specifically that resonate with you or? Yeah. I mean, I think for me getting, getting the reading and then being in my experiment gave me kind of the validation that I needed that I'm fine mm -hmm. you know I think just even having that realization like I am normal and fine allowed me to let go a lot of whatever was going on mentally or emotionally that mm -hmm. was weighing me down right like not fitting in not not belonging kind of you know and um there's kind of a, a big theme for manifestors a deep fear of rejection mm -hmm. because because they're the only ones that initiate you know, oh, you, you yeah. picture a junior high dance, the girls are here and the boys are here. Someone has to be the first one to walk across the mm -hmm. dance floor, and it's supposed to be the manifester. And there's a big weight of rejection, mm -hmm. but that's how they are in the world all the time. Like a respond, or a generator just kicks up their shoes and waits. They, they get to reject. They get to say yes or no, <laughs> but we have to walk across the floor and start something. And so that can come with a whole weight of emotional stress or mm -hmm. mental stress, things totally. like that. And yeah. I think just... But, like, kind of letting go of that fear and realizing it's okay. I am just here to initiate, and as long as I follow it correctly, who cares? Like, yeah. it just kind of, like, took the wind out of that intensity completely. Yeah, totally. So it sort of I just let that. me let so much stuff go mm -hmm. and realize I am just fine the way I am. I don't I don't need to be, you know, because I am a more of a, on the minority side mm -hmm. of auras, mm -hmm. and it felt kind of, it feels kind of like alone in the world. Like yeah. nobody gets me. What's going on? Mm -hmm. So I think it just made me realize, oh, no, you're fine. You belong everywhere. Just do what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is kind of an instant relief that way. It takes a little I practice, but it did yeah, it did help sure. yeah. tremendously in a short amount of time. So I love that. Wow. Is there anything else you want to share about human design before we go to Cindy? No, because I, I could talk about this for <laughs> I know, days I a week. We could just keep going. <laughs> yeah, but no, no, I'm See, good. So episode. let's give it to Cindy. Yeah, we'll do. Yes. <laughs> next episode. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, that's really interesting. I'm really, just so really fascinated. <laughs> but of course, that's part of my human design. <laughs> Got to get all the information from everybody. Yeah. Um, okay, so Cindy's a projector. Yes, I'm a projector. Um, my profile is a one four, so we were just kind of talking about that. So a one is I investigate. I'm an investigator. I need to know. That's why I ask so many questions. Mm -hmm. I need like this knowledge base of all of the things mm -hmm. that helps me execute anything that I have going on. I'm just gonna get it closer oh. to you, sir. Um, 
And then the four we've kind of already mentioned is that, you know, the social aspect or the networking and all of that. Mm-hmm. Which you, that's totally, but when she was saying it makes four, sense I was for like, me. that's Cindy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and let's see, what else was there? The type, profile, authority. Strategy and authority. Oh, strategy authority. So it's emotional. So, uh, like, for example, I have to, it just has to feel good. Mm. And then I know that it's like the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually kind of still have not, I'm still trying to figure out the like intention, like, or not intention, but intuition versus emotional. Mm. Yeah. Because I feel like it bleeds because I, I, I have really good intuition, but then I get that mixed up with how I feel the emotion. Mm. So, and I'm, diving into human design has probably been like three years um but i haven't dove into you know like the chart and the centers and my gates and so like that's the next thing that i want to get into but understanding my human design um has helped me just tying it back with the mental health aspect and growing up and in my career and college and just life and then figuring out that I'm a projector and what a projector is and does and how they work, it like has made so much sense. And re- and like we've mentioned before, mm-hmm. like it relieves you of, oh, I am supposed to be this way or this is how I'm made up mm-hmm. and it's okay. Mm-hmm. So for example, I ask a million questions, but in different careers, I've had management say, I'm not really sure you understand what's going on because you keep asking the same questions in different ways. Do you really get the concept or do you understand this? I'm like, no, I totally get it. So people outside think, okay, that girl doesn't know what the hell she is talking about. Mm-hmm. Why is she asking so many questions about the same freaking thing? And so then like that would lower my self-esteem mm. in the workplace. Mm, but I yeah. really knew exactly what to do and how to but deliver you just stuff. Wanted all aspects of it. Yes, yeah. I need to know from A to Z the whole That's a line one for sure. Yeah. Yes. Like they research. need all the research and data to make a yes. informed decision. Exactly. I need to know cradle to grave. And then when I am <laughs> able to do that, holy hell, like get out of the way because I'm gonna make it happen and it's gonna be freaking amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now that I knew and I tied that and put it together, it's like, well, fuck yeah, of course I'm good at my job. <laughs> oh, you need me to execute that? Give me two weeks and I'll get it done. Like, yeah. So do you have to have people prove stuff to you? Like you hear something, you're like, let me see an article, a journal, art. Like, do you need to know the background of everything? Mostly data driven. Yeah, way? yeah. Okay. So, like for work with process and procedures, right? Or there needs to be a certain way to do things. Or if something's broken, I can tell you how to fix it and make it streamlined and fast and efficient. Mm-hmm. Efficiency, so, yeah, that's yeah. a big one, right? So I'm an owl or a bird up in a tree, and I'm watching everybody on the ground try and build a community. The ants are over here. The beetles are doing this. And I'm like, well, shit, ants, if you were to go here, 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 you could make <laughs> your little thing in half the time. Yeah. Wow. yeah. But... Oh, what was the other thing? Oh, I have to be invited. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, about waiting for the invitation. Is that strategy? Strategy, Mm -hmm. yes. Strategy is to be invited. Wait for the invitation. Or wait for the invitation. So I have to wait for someone to say, hey, how do you feel about this? Or um, can I get your feedback on this? And then I can give my knowledge. Then I can give you my expertise of how to do it. But until I don't have an invitation, if I don't have an invitation, 
it's worthless energy. So you're so if you're giving someone feedback and okay. they haven't asked for it, the, yeah. then you're basically just like probably gonna get won't be received. It won't, it won't be, be received. Is that yeah. the same as respondent informed? Different. 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 Yeah, informed is a little bit different. But an, like, inv- an invitation is. Um, I mean, I guess it sounds kind of similar in a lot of ways, yeah. but and it for projectors too. An important thing is it's one on one. Like. Yes. I, I can't throw a party and send a group invite to the projector. I can send a group invite to you guys, but then I need to send her a very specific one and say, hey, Cindy, yes. I would like you to come to my party, you know, give her mm-hmm. that invite. Like, like, personalized. They, need, they need that direct recognition because what they're deeply seeking is recognition mm. to but, them. Exactly. But with along that, I don't really get recognition that much. From the outside, people think that I don't need it because I'm on top of my game I'm mm-hmm. doing this and this or she doesn't need validation because she is because you yeah. just doing all gotcha, this awesomeness yeah. but no I still need validation I still need to know that that was a good job yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah your body needs it yeah it's good for you it's good yes. for projectors to be recognized for their gifts that is innate mm-hmm. to them and you can guide us yes <laughs> so so going back to the one-on-one so the other thing that I've realized that I'm here in this carnation body life, whatever it is, is I help people see their true self, their success. Mm-hmm. And I, unless I'm invited, I can help you get there. But if not, it, again, isn't received. So that's got to be frustrating for you to be like, I can see the most efficient <laughs> way. And then you're not invited. So you're just like, Ugh. yeah, it's the waiting thing. Mm-hmm. Patience. Really patience. Yeah. It's, yeah. But then I'm also very indecisive. So Mandy said, okay, Cindy, do you want to come to this party or whatever it is? Sure, maybe, but I won't decide until, like, the last minute. Mm. But that's the emotional wave, too. Because mm-hmm. the emo- it's, it's almost like her configuration is waiting on top of waiting. Because <laughs> yeah. if you were a splenic projector, spleen is like that. It's going to tell you yes or no right now. Yeah. But because hers emotional, it's a wave, and it's... It, there is no time in the now is their theme, right? So they got to wait. So she's got to wait for the invitation. And then she's got to wait some more and then be like, for that, feel that emotional yep. clarity. It yeah. So it's, yeah. it's a double waiting game. Wow. But that's also the other thing that I've realized as I'm taking all of this data in, and then I emotionally can make that decision. So I need all of the information to make an emotional decision. But it's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's so well, the information could the, change how you feel about it. Yes. Basically. So kind yeah. of similar to what you were saying yeah. earlier. We're, we're informing is key for me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, learning about all of this has just helped just navigate. Yeah. Navigate your day to day in your life. And then just the bigger picture of why we're here or why me, Cindy Savage is here. Yeah. Well, and too, like, with the gathering of information, if, like, now that you know this about yourself, if someone were to be like, do you, like, why do you keep asking questions? You know, you know, you can, like, explain it now. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, because that's my personality. Like, I need to, like, really know all the ins and outs of this. Yeah, exactly. I had a very similar experience with one of my jobs, and I had to pull the manager and sit aside and say, the reason why I ask so many questions is so I can gather it and make the outcome better for us the company as a whole and then I could execute that with that knowledge base that they now understand how I work and then they're like oh okay go right ahead Cindy ask as many questions as you want because we just saw that your outcome was 
yes. great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that until then, sense, yeah. in the understanding and the education part, most like in the career, my career path, most people would just like frown upon it. Yeah. So then, yeah, tying back to mental health, like going through all of just life in general with those different barriers and lack of education for me, knowing my human design and then those around me, it's just a huge detriment and it kind of really, it sucks. So again, going back to like education of human design and all of that for those around us, it only helps better ourselves, but them as well. Yeah. And so your not self is bitterness, right? Mm -hmm. yep. So I'm just thinking like, I would imagine as a projector, and you'll have to tell me if this is, if I'm on the right yep. page here, but like, you have all this information that you would like to share. Um, and then maybe when you don't realize what your human design is and that you do need to wait for an invitation, mm -hmm. so then you're sharing information, it's not being received. I imagine that would make you feel bitter. Bitter and then resentful, but not in a strong resentful way. It's, or maybe disappointed or let down or, but yeah, bitter like sums it up yeah or you could become bitter because yeah. of that yeah you're like no one wants to hear what I have to say but I have all this good stuff to share mm -hmm. and or again I always tie it back to work because it, that's easy for me to explain if I bring something up to executive management of like oh hey we need to actually tighten this up or do it this way or why don't we have this and it's not received and then someone else four months later comes by says the same thing mm. and then it happens mm. and I'm like are you freaking kidding yeah. me I've knew I've known this for an X amount of months and mm -hmm. we could have been so much more ahead but I didn't get an invite for my you know ways of being productive and all that and so they didn't take it and it didn't happen for an X amount of time I'm curious could you like have a standing invitation like if you were like a role in your company and that's just like the standing invitation for you to always kind of correct or guide you know like yeah. I guess if you were a manager manager mm -hmm. would would, yeah, you, that's a good would you always need an invitation or would that be the invitation for you to that always you got invited of? into that job therefore you are meant to kind of yeah. Put that stuff in, in motion. In an ideal world, I would say yes. <laughs> okay. But not really. <laughs> but not really. Because I am a manager. Yeah. Um, but I think it also depends on who's around you and yeah. who the staff is and then the executive level. If they don't understand how I operate, even though there is a quote-unquote invitation due to my role of manager. Yeah. Mm, okay. So... Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah. I was just curious. That's a, but that's a great like, question. That's a good yeah. Because like, like someone invited like that you is into a that. Good, yeah. A good position for you as a as a projector to be to manage people. But then I guess the yeah the higher. But there's still people over. There's still like, yeah. people over. I would imagine mm -hmm. for a projector, if you were just your own business, your own thing, where you are the top. Sure. Right. That would that's, be different. Because then your guiding is just it's going to be recognized and received because you're in charge mm -hmm. right no one's there to say otherwise so that might be almost a more ideal scenario for a projector yeah that makes sense but I don't Interesting. know maybe none of us guys are ever going to have an ideal job and that's just what's <laughs> up I've learned that like maybe we all got to be entrepreneurs yeah the generators yeah. are probably yeah. the only ones capable of 
holding down the fort in a normal job. The rest of us are like lost in the sauce <laughs> in our auras there. It's not working out. But I've noticed though, my coworker, he's a generator and we work great. He's the idea guy. Let's do this. Let's do that. I'm like, okay, how do you want to do it? I'll get it done. Boom. And it's just like magic. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So there are like really, really cool pairings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Projectors and generators are, are great pairings because the generators have the life force to sustain lots of energetic things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they're the builders of the world. And the projectors are the natural guides where they see individual talent and ability yep. and they can kind of steer that life force energy to make stuff happen. So it's a, mm-hmm. it's a great pairing, a great pairing when you get it together right. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yep. It's cool. really cool. But like when we chat about ideas, yeah. it's it's almost like an open invitation. It's not like you say, hey, Cindy, what are some ideas for the right. podcast? But you know that I'm open to it. Yeah. And so we can chat. And then it's like I'm spewing out all of this different stuff because it helps you mm-hmm. elevate yeah. in what you're doing. Yeah. Right? So for do you sure. feel like that, that works often is when you have a certain relationship with someone and you kind of already have established a... a a standing, a standing yeah. invitation. You can kind of yeah. feel that energy, and you just know it's okay to share, and that that always lands. Do you feel that kind of works that way? Not always. Not always. Yeah, because okay. it's still a lot dependent on that person if they are really willing to accept what to I'm hear. saying to hear it. Yeah. yeah. But do you feel like like Cause Jeanette like, can recognize? Definitely. Yeah. 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 We're like gives on a you safe. recognition, so then you feel so then you know safe that you too. can yeah. continue. Yeah. To share. So well, it's not like I you got to wait for her to ask every time, like about something. Yes, yeah, exactly. But some people you do have to wait. Yeah, for. yeah. But like this was your idea. This this episode, she was like, we were taught, we were kind of just like brainstorming, and she's like, that'd be cool if you could <laughs> get great like idea. one person from each, you know, energy type, and and so yeah, it's it's cool just to see how generators and projectors can work together. Yeah. So she told you, and then you, generator, had the energy to make it happen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that is kind of how That's it's always worked uh-huh. in the world, isn't it? Yeah. You know? And kind of, yeah, and it sounds like with your coworker, it can go like the opposite way where he's the one that's like, I want to do this, this, and this. And then you're like, here, I'll figure out how to yeah. make it happen. So. Yeah. My husband's a projector. Oh, really? And I had to laugh inside because he redoes the way I load the dishwasher. Really? Because like, there's a better way. <laughs> that is so funny. The projectors always think, there's a better you way. You have yeah. to stack it like that is this. So funny. And I just yeah. kind of yeah. throw it all you away. You're like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's her. So, Jesse, my ex-husband, was, it, or is, <laughs> He's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did he <laughs> He's a projector. And that was like a big source of yeah. conflict for us a yeah. lot of times. Because oh, yeah. it would be like, he just could see the more efficient way. And I'd be like, what the hell's wrong with the way I'm doing yeah. it? Yeah. You know? And you didn't so, invite oh. it in. Yeah. So you're, you're yeah, frustrated with him because he's telling you. Yeah. And you're like, mm-hmm. I didn't invite this information. Like, yeah. Yes. Well, it's a constant thing with Yes. Uh, yeah. So projectors kinda, are penetrating. Yes, they yeah. penetrate. Your aura. Penetrate. Yeah, so it can feel, like I've heard someone say it, if it's not invited, it can feel like auric, yes. um, I guess, harassment in a, a way? A little bit, what yeah. What was the term? Projectors yeah. penetrate your aura, so if it's not invited, yeah. you're like, yeah. what yeah. Are, why are yes. you in here? Yeah. Yes. Get out. <laughs> and you <laughs> think they're right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I think not they, necessarily. I don't know if they always do, but I think that they can see because I think they I think they quite tangibly do see some things a lot of people don't that yes. are quote unquote better by all standards of 
more efficient or yeah. more practical or something. Yes. So there probably is something to really what they're seeing to help. Mm-hmm. But, but if it's not invited. But if it's not invited, yeah. it doesn't matter if you have the best idea in all the world. If it mm-hmm. wasn't invited, it's just not going to be. It's not it, mm-hmm. yeah. It's not going to land. Yeah. But like an so. example of not being invited, but me being intrusive of like, let's do this. My daughter and then my ex-boyfriend, we went to Universal Studios, Florida, for Harry Potter. And it was like, okay, what's the agenda or what are we going to do? And they're both generators. <laughs> and I'm like, well, let's do this, do this. But then they also couldn't make decisions, but it would make everything tense and like they thought that I'm trying to control the whole trip and oh we've got to go over here and mom wants to do this but I'm like well no it just makes sense to do it this way Mm -hmm. but I didn't Mm -hmm. have an invitation from them and so it came across as just like ugh and then one day it's just like we all they were doing the thing like don't go next to mom she's so ornery and cranky but I got bitter because I'm like whatever you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. that's probably where it's kind of hard because you do see a better way, yeah. Or a more efficient but but way. if it wasn't invited, then people are now projecting onto you that you are mm-hmm. you are a know it all, or you're, you're, you're in a you're some, something negative. Freak. You're a control yes. freak. Yeah. So then it, it goes bad for everybody, right? Because mm-hmm. they're projecting onto you something, and yep. and you're bitter as hell. And there we go. <laughs> and you're just here like, we go. Why are we fucking here? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I think that's one of the benefits of learning about more than just your own energy type yeah yeah because then you can kind of see like oh they actually have a lot to give i just need to be able to be in a space where i can invite it in mm-hmm. and want to receive it and, and want to receive and be willing right. to receive yeah. it yeah yeah which i think yeah like knowing that is really well beneficial. here a useful task is you're weird like me collect all your friends's birth times and look <laughs> yes. at their chart mm-hmm. it actually has helped me substantially to like know what everyone else is because mm-hmm. then i can consciously engage my brother's a generator mm-hmm. i give him something to respond to i try to give april a lunar cycle <laughs> yeah. you know i try to invite my projector friends individually to things like it gives you so much more awareness of how to support yeah, support them and approach them in a way that's correct for them yeah and hopefully in the right configuration people they're doing it for you yeah. so it just makes everything so much better for everybody mm-hmm. yeah totally. but the yeah, projectors the other thing that i feel and as we get to the last two of you that might be a common thread is the fact that we all have to take time to reset because mm-hmm. you have a lot of energy pu- being pulled out of you mm-hmm. and and you also need time we do need some time. And yeah. I, as a projector, need time, too, because I'm going, 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 going. But then on the weekends, it's like, I just need to be home, and I need to reset, and I need to reground, so then I can go back the mm-hmm. next week and mm-hmm. give. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. You have to refill, mm-hmm. and then you can give your energy the way that you're supposed to. Yeah. Or maybe supposed to is in the right term, but yeah, the what way that mean? works best for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to share about being a projector? I don't think so. I just love hearing everybody. <laughs> this is so yeah, great. This is fun. So I love it. Yeah, fun. Okay, so then we've got Kelly, and okay. Kelly is a manifesting generator. But not as knowledgeable as all y'all. Oh, um, you know more than you think. Be. I don't know. Yes, yeah. we all know more than we think okay, in life. So so. I have some notes. I'm yeah. also yeah. not as knowledgeable. Like, okay. as these guys are talking, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I'm going to be, like, reading oh, out yeah. of We would love to help. <laughs> we'll help you. Okay. Okay. Whatever okay. you need. Yep. So I'm a manifesting generator. So that's my aura. Um, my strategy is to respond and inform. 
my um, inner authority is wait for clarity, gut emotional. Yep. Um, not self theme is frustration. Um, signature is satisfaction. Have we talked about signature before? Let's she did. I did talk about yeah. mine a bit, but yeah. Okay. Basically, right. signature means like what you're living. Yeah. Yeah. When in you're, alignment. When you're with your in design. alignment, then you're gonna feel. Yeah. Generators tend to feel very satisfied. Okay. And it's so funny because that is not even a word that resonates for me. I would use either. I'm like, I never use that word satisfied, but for generators, it's very common. So the main aura with manifesting generators is we're we're multi-passionate doers and have a creative force and we're all over the place. (laughs) That tends to be true. Lots of ideas, but kind of have a hard time executing that's how I feel. And that's kind of what I got from it. Multi-passionate, reinventing yourself, but not to be afraid of embracing like your multifaceted nature. And I feel like I'm always over here and over there and Squirrel. over here. And over yeah. There. I have an idea. And I start something and I stop and I start something and stop. And to tie it into mental health, mm-hmm. it can be very frustrating to feel like you're all over the place mm. and always wanting to start things and stop things never finishing something but then in this it kind of gives you the permission of it's okay to stop something like if it's not giving you if it's not energizing mm-hmm. you and it's depleting you um that's okay it's you okay can stop. to move on to the next thing. or if you need a break like I started herbalism and did an apprenticeship I still love it but I just need a momentary break mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's okay mm-hmm. like that so from not feeling like a failure with like mm-hmm. stop and go yeah and stop and go, it's okay with my energy because I need to just kind of float with the wind. Yeah, try it all, right? Try it all yeah. and stop and go. Am yeah. I right in line with Yeah, with I think that? so. I think manifesting generators, I've noticed a big difference compared to generators where generators can see a project or see a thing and they can focus on it and just go. And they will just go and they'll go and they'll be very like one-dimensionally fixated until mm-hmm. they do yes. it. But yeah. a manifesting generator, because they always have a a motor connected directly or indirectly to the throat there is a speed by which they create in the world where they they tend to just be here and then there yeah <laughs> so compared to a regular generator they're like i want to do this and then over here i want to do this and then sometimes i got to pause this so i can do this and then yeah. this I drive so my they tend crazy. they mm-hmm. tend to be yeah. what outsiders would consider all over the place but really it is correct for them like it's yeah. okay to just have many many hobbies many interests Love. to flow between yeah. them mm-hmm. and not judge yourself for being that way and I kind of like craziness yeah I kind of like a lot I love I'll handle the grocery shopping the kids schedules my full-time job plant a garden I feel like all moms do it I feel like all moms should only be manifestations I love it and if I like have a calm day I'm like yeah like what do I do yeah I'll go pick weeds do you feel like you have to always be going and going can you relax that sounds right not really it, well, at night, like I'll. Will, kind will of you relax. die? What happens when you relax? <laughs> <laughs> what, what happens? How does your heart stop? How do you recharge yourself? A bath at night. They just have to recharge. So the bath at night, being alone. Being they alone. do talk okay. about um, what is correct for generators and not any of the other types. Is they are really meant to go and go and go until they are done and then they crash at night that's yeah. it they, they yeah. actually need to run that battery mm-hmm. out and then when they sleep it just roop, regenerizes yeah. itself they wake up they go again and that it says like that's how I know I'm in alignment is when mm-hmm. I can like 
I'm energized when I wake up and mm-hmm. I'm like kind of depleted like I'm I rest well yeah, and yeah. That's, they rest really yeah. well when they just run that battery out yeah okay so it's yeah. good for them to do that yeah so that's very much the so. other three of us are over here <laughs> like that's my worst nightmare <laughs> 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 going till I almost die that sounds horrible and like I say yes to too much so I have to be careful with like what lights me up yes yeah. saying saying yes to things that are, that it's like a gut mm-hmm. yes Mm-hmm. I'm sure because so. people are like, oh, she's so capable. She can do it all. I'm going to ask her to help me with all these things. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's probably like, well, is that actually correct for you? Yeah. 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 So you have to be careful what you say yes to and be okay with saying no to things that don't light that you up. That don't light me up. Yeah. yeah. And I've gotten better with that over time. Like, I'm not afraid to say no. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like mm-hmm. um, people are kind of kind of trying to siphon your energy? Like... Because yeah. you have so much, you feel like everyone's pulling from you. Yes. And then I get angry or frustrated mm-hmm. yeah. when, when I'm totally. feeling like it's too Is much. that your not self? Frustration. frustration. Oh, frustration. Okay. I do have a hint of... Does that resonate? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, that well, kind of yeah. makes sense because you're It's, it's because you got that yeah. motor to the yes. throat. It's, it's got that little whisper of manifestorism where yeah. they... That's why they do when they're authority... Mm-hmm kind of responds to something they do need to inform the people that it might affect it's mm-hmm. it helps them and kind of eliminates that resistance that triggers a little yeah. anger in them mm. does that make sense yeah. yeah so they are I have too much coming at me yeah and people asking things of mm. me I shut down mm-hmm. yeah and then I like go silent and I can't like I just get depleted mm-hmm. from so much coming at me mm-hmm. but um, taking your energy. Taking my energy. <laughs> energy vampire. Yes. Um, and then with the strategy to respond and inform, which I was thinking more of it like, because this is like, wait for your gut to tell you, like I'm supposed to take time mm-hmm. and sit on decisions. Is what well, I, yours is emotional authority, right? Emotional, yeah. yeah. So so you have the sacral gut. It's, it will talk to you too. It's yeah. going to... Uh huh. No. Right. It's gonna. It's gonna give yes. you that response. But ultimately, you still gotta wait for your emotional clarity. Does that make yeah. sense? And when you get kind of clear emotionally, and then your gut's still like, yeah, yeah, still go, still go. That's like okay. Here That's we go. Exactly. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. And it says, um, rather than chase after something, start by waiting for something outside of you to light you up. It's a text message, something that someone shares, a person reaching out to you. So what I was saying earlier, I was laid off in November and I'm the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, and I can be in like a panic mode. Mm-hmm. And I think I had just gotten this report back and mm-hmm. I'm, I'd, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at a human design report. It's a reading. And I had just read through it and I'm the breadwinner and I want to like quickly like act on things quickly because you feel in scarcity a yeah, little bit. Totally. Yeah. And there was a job from a recruiter that it came to me so I was like okay it Good. came to me and it was better money than I was making but I felt sick Ooh. it was like okay. my gut and I was like oh my god like it said to like go off your gut and so I waited and it was still there and I waited I was like I need time I have to think about it and I waited a week and they're like you need to decide now mm. yeah and I said no mm-hmm. and then I got the job that I have today wow. and it was more like a yes it was an emotional yes yeah mm-hmm. that's so cool that's that awesome. is so cool. yeah. i was like this dangling carrot yeah. i'm like come on like it's more money yeah like, you can get it now mm-hmm. today you yeah. have security like logically yes. yeah logically your mind is like, like oh, but your body was like yes because yeah. my brain i'm very 
very like Logic, lame. Yeah. Like I like to I I want to use my brain more. Yeah. And I <laughs> we're all kind of conditioned right. That you want to just yeah, like I need this. I need the yeah. her, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, nope. I'm gonna say no and see what happens. That's and then really someone cool. else reached out and that's so it was, cool. It was a company I had kind of been looking at. Yeah, that's so amazing. Like, yes. That's a beautiful a good example, example yes. of like listening, listening to your yeah. body yes. yeah. instead yes. of like jumping at that first thing your mind is like do it but that could have gone so terrible right yes. like, who knows yes mm-hmm. absolutely so like doubting yourself as far as making decisions and learning how you should be like what you should be doing and how you mm-hmm. should be paying attention to your body mm-hmm. exactly um, and I think Jenna Zoe I follow Jenna Zoe from Human Design mm-hmm. and she had just had posted like around that time about wait to feel it in your body and like in your gut and see what you feel um because I'm I'm I have a hard time waiting I'm like very mm-hmm. very very spontaneous if you tell me to go somewhere tomorrow I'm there mm-hmm. most of the time are you but impatient very impatient <laughs> I want something same today yeah I was like do we have to do it today today let's do it let's yeah. just get it done we can do the whole yep yeah. which today. is ironic because yeah. the emotional authority authority the the theme is recognizing that there is no truth in the now like it is a waiting game for that authority so it's funny that you're like right now I'm right now let's do it. i'm a now i she bought sacral, like no no funny story i bought an infrared sauna saved up bought the bought the infrared sauna my husband was out of town <laughs> i wanted to put it together today <laughs> yeah. i'm like i'll do it myself so I'm, I can do anything. I'll do it myself. I'm fine. So I start unpacking. End up calling a friend. <laughs> like, Alicia, can you come help me? We, I I put together most of it. Yes. <laughs> and my husband's like, "What is your problem? Why can't you wait?" I'm like, "I can do it. I can do it. Like I'll mow the lawn. I'll do. I want things done Sounds so now. So I want things crazy. done now, and I can do it. And I'll get it all done in the day. Funny. And I'll do everything else I need to do in the day. And he's just like. I am not participating in this. Well, he's a projector, so he's looking at you like, you're crazy. Who has that much energy? Why are you starting this at 10 at night? Yeah. I'm like, I have like a very can do, like I can do Yeah, yeah. That's very normal for a manifesting generator, especially. So then how do you balance your relationship and your marriage with, he's a projector, you're a manifesting generator. They're like almost... I have to keep myself in check and say no to some of the ideas that pop in my head of what I want to do that day. Mm. So if he's like, no, let's just like watch a movie and that I can't watch a full movie sometimes. Yeah. And so (laughs) I'm like, okay, I won't start painting our room a different color. Yeah. (laughs) I will at 10 at night. Like I will do this. So you're you're kind of picking your... I don't know if battles is the right word, but yeah. you're kind of aware that, like, okay, aware. he needs this. He needs this downtime. Yes. Yes. And this connection or yeah. whatever. And I don't need the garden boxes put together today. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. Maybe that's correct for you. Maybe that's how you need to drain like, your battery every day. You're like, hey, yes. I have this idea. Well, I got to do it. Maybe. Yes. He can I wonder. TV and you can build the garden <laughs> And maybe as, as you refine yeah. the process, you might recognize that a lot of that is thought driven mm-hmm. not oh, from your authority like actually that over time that might help you filter out of like what are of all the many things you think you want to do yeah. yeah what is the body really wanting to do right yeah. today that's that good. you know as you kind of tune into yes. it i think it'll start 
doing that work for you where it's like you won't have to pick from your mind anymore you just start doing the ones that are correct and the ones that aren't correct or not right now that are just coming from mind will just yes you don't have to go by the wayside does that make sense that makes sense yeah i can't listen to all my yeah all my thoughts follow your body that's that's where this science is all about recognizing that our mind is not there to make decisions for us it's all about the body so when we slowly follow your inner authority Mm -hmm. the other your mind is never going to go away it's going to jabber at you all day long but but now you have the awareness to be like that's a nice funny thought but i'm not doing that because that's not what my authority is telling me yeah you can separate the two and then it will start to probably guide you towards yeah this is actually correct you should do these 57 things don't do those other 62 (laughs) yeah those are for tomorrow you know what brings me joy and like excitment yeah what's lighting you you up me planting some plants at seven in the morning before work is fine like i did today that brought me joy (laughs) yeah and i like being up early outside and i wanted to get it done it brought me joy so but i can let some other things oh i have another question about that how how much of all the things you're doing do you feel like is a is because they're actually joyful or you want to or something or is it like a pressure to get them done Mm, maybe a combination of both because i put a lot of pressure on myself Mm. and so yeah probably a combination of both where i feel like i should do something and and it talks about that in the Mm -hmm. print of like don't feel like you stop doing the things you feel like you should do right that's let it go as you do your authority, it'll, it'll just start becoming that, I think. But that is that is interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I know I'm exhausting. <laughs> no, you're, you're exactly it. how you need to be. But yeah. I'm also really thing. calm, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you are. You have a calm. Done. Very yeah. calm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not but sitting over there like a twitchy meth head that we can't be around. You're <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're totally calm. Yeah. So, that's so. great. So, like, as you've learned your human design, how is that? helped you mentally and emotionally I think more with like just getting down about like your career or like what you want to do with your life and all the things you try to start and you know don't finish and just being okay like I've I'm okay with that now like it's okay if I'm just all over the map and I don't think I'm meant to have one type of career forever Mm-hmm. And probably. That's probably yeah, and that's probably where I could be more in alignment as well. But just not comparing myself. Going back to like comparing yourself to other people, like it's okay to be all over the map and not be so consistent with mm-hmm. everything you're mm-hmm. doing and not finishing projects and feeling shitty. Yeah, about yeah. everyone else can finish. Mm-hmm. She can start a business and she can do this, and like I can't even finish one task because I'm so all over the map. But Maybe that's just, that's fine, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, yeah, that's good. I don't know. Yeah, so I love that. Yeah. And you're a six-two. I'm a six-two. So same as April. Mm-hmm. Is there any other things about your human design that you want to share, or like mm-hmm. that have helped you, or that have like you've learned and been like, oh, mm-hmm. that's why I'm this way, or whatever? I guess the being all over the map is kind of one of the things that you've learned. I think like in my relationship mainly, like because I'm a bit much sometimes for my partner, mm. for Sean. <laughs> Hi, Sean. Hey, shout out, Sean. Shout out. So kind of learning to meet him halfway, tone it down, let some things go, 
and um, not be so intense with having to do things now, now, mm. now, 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 mm-hmm. and just being more balanced in our partnership with a yeah. projector. Um, yeah, less intensity. Yeah, I guess. that's so, cool. How yeah. do you handle rejection when you have all of these ideas or you get shot down? I have learned. I share too much. I've learned this is actually something with hmm. sharing. So I think this is with my my profile. But um, I notice that when I outwardly share things and I don't get what I think I should get back, it makes me really annoyed mm. and so I stop sharing and I wait for people to come to me and that's when I feel more synchronicity of when mm-hmm. I I don't know yeah I, it is I've, I've just noticed that's more in my flow is just waiting for people to come to me because I tend to like to tell people what to do then you are time. a generator so actually you should just wait for the things to come in and then respond naturally like that does make a lot so of sense you really naturally yeah. learned that about yourself yeah cool. i notice resistance with people maybe in my family too mm-hmm. when i start sharing stuff they'll shut down mm-hmm. or friends or a certain personality and i've stopped and then i've noticed people then coming to me mm. and that's when it syncs up a bit better mm. okay so interesting i don't yeah. i don't feel like i should always be sharing the ideas it doesn't come off the right way it's too much yeah people don't depend on the, the type mm-hmm. they don't like being told you should do this you should do this yeah um, do you have a problem being told what to do I do since you have the manifesto <laughs> <as well? laughs> yeah Straight I do <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah especially with my mom <laughs> <laughs> I like to yeah it needs to be more kind of like what you were saying yeah. It needs to be my idea. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with my, say, my mom, her idea. I'm actually really okay with it. I just don't want her to tell me that I you need to You just want to be informed. Like yes. Share information. Yes, it's and the And then approach. you can decide what you're doing with it sort of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So I resonate with how you feel with that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just the way it's, like, served up. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's, the, that's the key. That's the key. You can't yeah. tell me. <laughs> do this, I will do the opposite. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways. That's so interesting because, well, manifester and manifesting generator were the two that I knew the least about. Mm-hmm. So, it's been really interesting to learn about both of those. Well, all of them. But I already knew kind of a little bit about reflector and projector. Um, so, I'm the generator of the group. <laughs> and I'm a sacral generator. So, like, I, I don't remember if we were saying this earlier, but you can either be an emotional or a sacral generator. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I... Oh gosh, sorry. Explain the difference between sacral and emotional, then, because you're sacral. So, sacral, it's more of, like, a black or white, right? It's, it's like your gut just knows, like, yes, yes, yes or no. Yes or it's no. like, does it light you up or does it not? And it's Boom. very now. It's not... You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's going to give you pretty instant feedback. You don't wait like yeah. you do with the emotional wave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like the sacral, sacral people don't necessarily need time to make the decision. It's just like, huh, do I want to do that? Yes mm. or no? Like one time April was like testing me and she was like asking me yes or no questions. And it was really interesting because I was just like, I was surprised to see that I could actually answer yes or no pretty quickly. Hmm. 
could feel it. Like, I would practice with my husband because he's a sacral generator. And I would literally speak to his gut. And I'd be like, do you want pizza? Yes or no? And he's like, no. (laughs) Do you want sushi? Yes. Do you want, you know? And so you can actually practice, like, almost like what your body feels like in those moments. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. You're so lucky. It's a a really nice design in a lot of ways. And also, what's interesting, too, is I've noticed generators are very they get indecisive when you ask them open-ended questions yes that's when they struggle if you actually this is where learning everyone's design helped me because like with josh i'm like do you want to do qigong tomorrow morning and he'll respond really easily yes or no but if you start asking open-ended stuff like do you want thai food or do you want this then they're like uh like like we need options to choose from I feel like so if somebody's just like what do you want to eat I'm like I don't know yeah you have to it has but to if they ask you specific direct. like do yeah. you want, do you want this? pizza or yeah. like does this sound good or does this sound good you know then I'm more likely to be able to respond quicker but if you're just asking me yeah open ended it's a lot harder know. for me to like make a decision yeah um so generators generate energy that's like our mm-hmm purpose I guess is to just generate energy we have like a more welcoming well I don't want to say more we have a welcoming it's it's open (laughs) open and enveloping as they say yes yeah Yeah, it's like a more welcoming um aura we can kind of lift up a room just by like walking into a room with our energy um yeah we're just the life force energy basically and we are the most common energy type Mm-hmm. But I guess that's a good thing because other people need us to like. You're the builders, yeah. right? We wouldn't get anything done in the world without generators. Yeah. They are quite literally the life force mm-hmm. that can make stuff happen, right? Mm-hmm. So it is important. Yeah. So when generators do things that light us up and that we love, then our energy is more easily spread to everyone else. But if we're doing something that doesn't light us up, we can probably really bring down a room, I would imagine, you know? Yeah. Um, I think, like, projectors absorb energy, right? So, like, mm-hmm. uh, if I am super depressed, um, it's probably going to be hard for a projector to know if they're feeling depressed yeah. or if it's from me. Mm-hmm. So that can be something, too, that, like, just kind of being aware of, like, my energy and where I'm at and you know how it affects others how it affects other people yep totally and I'm a two four so I am similar to you of a four six where it's like I want to be around people the four in me wants to be around people I enjoy conversation and all of that but the two which is like the hermit is like Mm -hmm. no I want to be alone yeah like so it can be really conflicting sometimes kind of just a big contradiction of like um yeah just confusing yeah it can be confusing yeah for sure um let's see and generators kind of like the manifesting generator or like the manifesting generator were born to respond to things and so so one um podcast episode that i was listening to uh it's called the design of you and they were talking about generators. So it was the host, Leah McLeod, and then this lady who's big in human design, Alexandra Cole. I love her. I follow her on Instagram. 
So they were having a, they're both generators, so they're doing an episode about it. And I liked the way that she was putting things like, so she was saying with like the strategy of waiting to respond, she's like, the universe is just going to like put things in your path and you can almost view it as like, let's see, what does she call it? Um, like a conveyor belt. Mm -hmm. It's like all these things are being put in your path and you just are looking at the conveyor belt and going, what's, what lights me up? Yeah. So then you can select something. Yeah. And then you choose that thing, you know? Yeah. Um, the, they said that a good mantra for a generator is I follow my joy. So, you know, um, and don't overthink it, which is really hard for me. That's one of the biggest things with learning about my human design has been and I've said this before in other episodes, but like figuring out what's my anxiety and what what's my intuition or what's my gut saying yes to and what's my mind mm-hmm. ruining it for me, you know? Yeah. So one thing that April said was like, get out of your mind and into your body. And that's actually been hugely helpful since you said that. Like, I will like consciously be like, oh wait, okay. I'm thinking about this way too much and I'll try to like get into my body and like what your body's saying yeah yeah my strategy is to respond my authority is your sacral my gut and then um like Kelly it's satisfaction is like when I know I'm in alignment Mm -hmm. and frustration is when I'm not in alignment and I seriously feel that so much like frustration (laughs) is a huge thing for Mm -hmm. me yeah like just I get like yeah it's interesting how the words Mm -hmm. resonate with each of us you know the different words but um one thing that the generators were saying on this podcast episode was your number one priority needs to be to fill your cup up first as a generator and this maybe this is as any type I don't know but I think especially as a generator you need to get your cup overflowing Mm -hmm. so that that way you have energy to give and you have energy Mm -hmm. to generate for people, you know? Yeah. So refilling your cup is really important as a generator. Um, How do you do that? That is funny that you asked that because (laughs) in my notes here that I took... That's where she was going next. Yes, (laughs) when I was um, listening to this episode, I was like, how can I fill my cup? Like, I literally wrote that up. Yeah. And then I was like, why do I feel like my cup is never full? Mm. So I'm, mm. that's something I've been trying to figure out. Like, what do I need to be doing to be like completely filling up my cup? Cause I feel like maybe at some point in my life, not maybe for sure. At some point in my life, I just gave, 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 gave so much that it almost feels like my cup has holes in it now. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And things just like, like I can't fill it yeah. up. So that's something that I am like trying to figure out. Like, how can I, but I know being alone is a huge one for me, but I think I need to be really intentional about what I'm doing when I'm alone. Yeah. Like being alone isn't enough. Like I also need to be doing something. Like sometimes it's fine to be alone and just chill and like watch a show or whatever. Like that's totally fine if that's gonna like light me up. Mm -hmm. But then like scrolling endlessly on my phone is not going to light me up ever you know so if I'm alone I need to be kind of intentional about what I'm doing and I think that's yeah something that I'm like trying to work on figuring out right now is it more of you being conscious of your boundaries of who you uh allow to take your energy 
Definitely. Mm. Definitely. And knowing your limits. Knowing my limits mm-hmm. and and learning to say no to things because I think like I was saying, you know, like earlier in my life I just gave, 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 gave and said yes and overcommitted and, you know, um and learning to say no has been hugely helpful. Yeah. And learning to say no without guilt or shame. Yes. Like no. Sorry. Sorry, Can't that's do not it. gonna work. Or not even sorry. Just no. Yeah, yeah. Not even sorry. Exactly. Yeah. Just sorry is no. one of those things that's just like ingrained in me, but yeah. Well we're no brought up that sorry. way. Yeah. A lot yeah. Yeah, exactly. So my root center is defined. So the pressure comes from within to mm. take action and do things. Mm. And that's inside of me. Like yeah. definitely a, a busier version of a generator to have spleen, root and sacral all defined. Yeah. It's a lot of needing to move the body needing to do things well and that was one thing that april was telling me is like you need to like you need movement you need physical you have a lot of splenic activation which is all about the body meaning yeah you're going to just need to move your body to release a lot and i've been like the past couple weeks i've been like trying to get outside more get walking like um, and I've been paying attention to like my little fitness app that tells me like how met, how many miles I've gone in a day or whatever, just because I feel like I was sleeping so much oh, for good. a while yeah. and then my sleep has gotten not as good oh, not recently. Good. <laughs> and so, so like I've noticed like, okay, if I like get out and I'm like moving, I actually, I'm starting to sleep better now that yeah. I'm doing that. So that's interesting too. Have you, you ever physically wear yourself out? Yes, physically. <laughs> that, yeah. that is how generators do best: is go, and then when you're done, you you're crash done. and yeah. you regenerate, and it mm-hmm. works well. And what's really interesting because I meet so many generators, and on the outside, you'd almost think they were a projector, refl- yes, like they're very totally. low energy. And you're mm-hmm. like, so to me, that just kind of means they're probably saying yes to a lot of things that aren't correct for them, so they mm-hmm. lose all their energy. Have you found that like that's kind of true? Is yeah. You say yes so much that literally you don't have any of that life Yeah, force I don't energy. have anything to give yeah. if I say yes too much. <coughs> and I think that's where I've found myself recently is like, I've just given way too much and I haven't set the boundaries that I needed to set. And so then I just find myself completely depleted. Are you more energized now that you started saying no? Yes. You kind of seen that. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Definitely. Um, but I feel like I'm in a recovery period of like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like, okay, I gave way too much. Now I'm depleted. And, but now I'm starting to build up my reserve. Like I can tell, like I'm getting closer to like being able to fill my cup and overflow it. Yeah. And I think, I mean, also with generators, it is a more, um, self-centered design like you really should just focus on you and what you want and it will like yeah. it will yeah what's it's always, the word it bleed sh- out to other people it is you first it really is yeah like others, it's like your cup overfills and then other people can access your energy too and it's mm-hmm. it's good for everyone but like the projector is designed to focus on the other you're not like you are supposed to focus on yourself that's correct and healthy for you and when you do that and you're in alignment then you have, I mean, generators are really phenomenal to watch. As a non-sacral being, if you see a generator <laughs> who's in alignment, it's like a powerhouse that you're just like almost jealous of because yeah. they just have all this energy and they just, 
and it's wild and it that's how they're supposed to be though and so few of them get to be that because they're saying yes to everything and they lose yeah all that you vitality you know and i think it's conditioning from how you're yes. brought up to give outside give, of yourself give, give. constantly yeah. mm-hmm. and i think you have a capacity that the other or a types like whereas it's more obvious to us that you know going too much and expending too much energy we'll notice it faster it you know it just hits us different but generators because they have so much natural energy they can kind of end up where what you would call functional burnout where they can still do a lot but they are burnt out mm-hmm. and they're starting to get sicknesses and they're starting to get problems but they mm-hmm. can still go more than the average person so they almost miss that like mm-hmm. almost don't realize how burnt out they are yeah until it's too until late. it's like <laughs> until they're like chronically ill or yeah, something or and then they're like really in trouble totally yep yeah yeah and i think being raised in like a culture of like you serve mm-hmm. serve serve yeah. serve you know mm-hmm. it's not uh, about you yeah. Learning how to <coughs> receive help has been really hard. Like, really, really hard. Learning mm. how to ask for help yeah. has been really hard. Like, it's still so hard, even though I know I need to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if there... There were a couple of things that, like, resonated with me when I was reading through my chart. One of them was, like, that I embrace life with childlike innocence. And... I really do and that's something I actually really love about myself Mm -hmm. and like I hadn't I don't know that I had necessarily like realized that that's what was going on with me you Mm -hmm. know but like I get very excited about the small things I have a lot of enthusiasm and like yeah um swinging on a swing is like one of my all-time favorites (laughs) so much joy like I love it it like recharges me actually so it that's like really interesting to me when I read that about myself. I was like, oh, totally, that is me to a T, and and that's something that I think that's one thing I really like about human design is like finding these little things and then recognizing it and being like, I really like that about myself, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it's a good way to like, I don't know. You need a swing set. You need a swing set. <laughs> really have some bean bags, set. some really <clears throat> legit fun stuff. I really in your house. do. <laughs> Like, I love riding, like, a cruiser bike yeah. over, like, any other kind of bike. I'm like, no, I want the cruiser. Like, I want the comfy seat and, like, the bell and the basket, you know. So Did you like Disneyland tonight? I love Disneyland. Oh, my God. Yeah. Of course you do. I fucking love it. That's funny. <laughs> I do. But, but because I'm a two, like, I don't necessarily love crowds at all. Yeah. So it's kind of like this balancing act, you know, of, like, yeah. yeah. When I'm in a crowd, sometimes I can get, like, really panicked. I'm like, there's just too much. Yeah. So, yeah. So, one thing, one tip that Alexandra Cole gave for generators was, like, do the most satisfying task first. Because then that's going to give me more energy to generate. So, like, rather than starting with, like, the hardest thing or the thing that's, like, going to suck the most. Mm -hmm. Start with the the thing that lights you up the most and then go from there. Um, that makes sense. makes sense. Which yeah. I think is also like a really good tip. As a generator, you can't, like, not everything is going to light you up. And there's, like, everyday True. tasks that suck and that no one wants to do, right? Mm-hmm. But, and, like, as a generator, it's like, well, you got to do what lights you up. But that's not always possible. So she was also saying, like, so, like, for laun- like laundry, you have to do laundry. That doesn't necessarily light me up. 
what's something I can do while I'm doing laundry that lights me up? So like, listen to music, listen to a podcast, listen mm. to an audiobook, you know, like pair it with something. That pair gives it with you, something that's yeah. giving me, you know, something that lights me up. Um, or if there's like some computer work I have to do and I'm dreading it, we'll go somewhere like a bookshop and mm -hmm. hook up there and do your work there. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. So yeah, I thought those were really good yeah, tips for yeah, younger Yeah, I like that. I think that is the conundrum for every aura type is like there's a lot of just life things that have to happen and is is my is my will ever going to want to do the effing laundry? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. No, no. It's, it's really not. Like so then never. finding a way to work with your yeah, so you own. Gotta, but I, I have noticed, at least for myself, I don't know where anyone else has landed on this, but I did notice this when I was in training last year for, for learning a new jet. And I was struggle bussing. I had no will no to fun. be there. I had no will to learn a new jet. I had no will. To, I just didn't want to be doing any of it. I just wanted to be over it and done. And I was, so I'd sit there and I'd be like, I have to study. I have to know these amount of things before this lesson. And then I had an epiphany where I was like, what if I don't? Like, what if I don't have to do that right now? My will doesn't, isn't there. And so I kind of, somewhere along that line what you were just saying I was like what do I want to do and so I I meditated or I did the thing that my will really wanted to do and then paradoxically somehow before I needed to have that that lesson down or studied or whatever I did just naturally have the will for it I just waited longer instead of like trying to force myself to do something that mentally I'm like this has to get done you got to do it I just didn't and I just did the things in the interim that my will was there for and I think by doing those things it kind of allowed something natural to open where it was my body was like and yeah we have a job we don't want to lose it so now you have the will for this thing over yeah. here yeah. and so it kind of worked yeah. out but I didn't I didn't know how to even trust that that would do that until mm -hmm. I kind of ran that experiment where yeah. I was like you know wow. what I have a day I have a day I'm gonna see where I land I'm just right now I'm doing what I have the will for mm -hmm. yeah and it wasn't mm -hmm. studying but then eventually I got there on my own where I was like oh yeah I'm really focused I can do this now yeah mm -hmm. I love so that. I thought that was just kind of interesting by yeah. by running that experiment realizing yeah. that was my mind telling me this has to be done now it wasn't mm -hmm. really that it had to be because it still got done yeah but your body made yeah. you slow down my body for a minute told me to slow down and do it different and everything still got done yeah I think this yeah. is part of kind of the trust process of the experiment is realizing what we think is a bunch of bullshit <laughs> it's, yeah. it's yeah. like how, yeah. how we think it's going to happen or it's not going to work it's going to work it's all mental crap if yep. you just kind of trust it and go it, it kind of just works itself out yeah in a, in a different sort of way right? but how cool for you to be in that exact moment to actually take a minute to say maybe I should do something else yeah you know whereas probably a few months before yeah, whatever the time exactly. frame you wouldn't I had to like thought, consciously you wouldn't have think that I had to consciously break that pattern yeah. and say you know what I'm just gonna not I'm just gonna, mm -hmm. yeah, just gonna mm -hmm. trust and that's hard it is hard. It is really hard. But it was a success, and so that's going to help you continue it, yeah. it, in it the next scenario. It works the trust muscle, right? Yes, So then exactly. it kind of, mm -hmm. as, as you do your design more and more, you build the trust muscle, and pretty soon it's it's almost effortless, yep. right? Yep. So that's yeah. the good thing. Yeah, and one thing I was thinking about, too, that um, about generators specifically is, you know, the life force energy or whatever. And a lot of times when I do Reiki or sound baths or things like that, and we're doing like visualization or something, I will often like visualize myself as like a little fairy. 
and I'm going around <laughs> like sprinkling dust of course, on things. It's and like, dust. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's, it's funny because I, that started happening before I really um, understood what a generator was. I remember someone that I was doing Reiki with was like, you have fairy energy. And then, yeah. <laughs> you told me that. Yeah, and so I was like, so anyways, so yeah, I'll just like, in those visualization things, sometimes I'll just picture myself and I'm just going around and like, let's dance, let's do, you know, I'm just it's like. It's so childlike. Yeah, totally childlike. Perfect for you. Yep. Yeah. It that's... made complete sense when you told me that. I'm like, oh, of course you're a fairy. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be anything else. Like, yeah. sprinkle this and like, yeah. let's be fun. And yeah. I have yeah. a friend that's a generator, and she, we call her the funk fairy because she'll come funk and, like, fairy. help us get out of a funk. I, I love that. that. Same thing. It's like she has that joyful energy, to, and she has the energy to, like, do things and help you through it. But that's so funny. So maybe generators are also mm. funk fairies. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. I love that. They are so I think their aura just made, like, I always... I always picture Care Bears for some yeah. reason. Yeah. I picture Care Bears when I think of generators because their aura is like, come hug me, I'm happy, <laughs> you know? Care Bears are lying. Yeah, yeah. so it's, they're, they're kind of a pleasant thing to be around because they're just so open and yeah. engaging that way. Well, you know. <laughs> Love it. Fairy, Care Bear, Funky, whatever yeah, you call it, you guys all are all of it. it so. This has been so cool. I really appreciate you guys taking the time. It went longer than I think any of us thought it was going to. It was great. Maybe though. I'll make it, it a two-parter. I don't know, but this was like really cool. It and was interesting. Cool. Mm-hmm. So. I loved learning about yeah, all of the other ones. Yeah, just so interesting. I think that's how I learn. Is yeah. from listening to how other people's experience. Yeah. Their yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, that's how that comes yeah. through. Yeah, and I do think whoever's listening to this, all 20 of you, <laughs> more than go 20. figure out your human design, dude. You yeah. won't regret it. <laughs> yeah. That's all great. right. That's all. Yay. That's Say your all. thing. Well, in the name of psych patients everywhere. Amen. 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 Yes, I love it.